0: What's up guys well,
1: thanks for holding that down
0: man? what happened what happened in this game because in my opinion there's a lot and <laughs> we went through a bunch so it's up we want to hear your take now
1: yeah there's two things hot on my mind and i don't i don't think anyone wants to hear us talk about the refs all night but we all watched <laughs> that montreal bucket. game and <laughs> we saw tatum and grant and Uh, To some degree, others getting caught up in the incessant complaining. And it's interesting, the two games I've gotten to watch pretty close to the court so far, Montreal and Orlando, you can hear it from the sideline, them yelling out for calls in Montreal, even assistant coaches grant screaming after that early uh knockdown foul in orlando or no call rather when tatum shot the corner through and kind of got knocked to the ground front of the bench uh you know they're going back and forth players have gotten teed up in a couple different games now tatum in the opener i believe grant might have in that last game and then tonight uh you have tatum you have grant taking that path toward the official you just can't do that like you know you have a million different paths to take in that circumstance, even if it That's was right, incidental right, contact. Right, yeah, like right. just a ridiculous thing to do. And I, I haven't seen if he's responded. I know Joe Missoula apologized for whatever he did, and that seemed kind of uh, like a shaky call to kick him out of the game there, especially when he had no technicals. But you'll live with it. Lose Missoula, not lose Tatum in that circumstance, who was complaining but the team just crumbled after, and you have smart talking to the officials after a uh, back and forth transition sequence, and you have the team generally just not getting back throughout the whole game. Like it, it goes back to a lot of different things I've asked this team so far, uh, and number one, the officials—they shrugged that right off when the ejection happened in Montreal. Number two, uh, is this new take foul rule that we've we've talked a lot about, right? You can't foul yeah, the stop transition up. runs. Yeah. And they got run off to four tonight in transition. So clearly that's a bit of a point of adjustment. And all I've heard from them so far is that it wasn't really going to affect them. Uh, so the defense is bad right now. There's no more denying that. Uh, you're not protecting the rim at a high level. You're giving up a lot of jump shots in this drop defense, which they haven't adjusted out of too much. I didn't catch a ton of the second half, Joe Sway. Were they still kind of dropping back and letting guys shoot with the center there?
0: Yeah, they've oh, been, yeah. Doing, that the whole, they've been then, doing that the whole time so far. In, in transition, they just weren't getting back, and then you had the, you know the athleticism of these guys. I mean, they'll blow past you. You know, Busevich will do things, get things done in the half court set, but rebounding—that's
1: all effort, right? Yeah.
0: What was it? Fifteen. They gave up fifteen offensive rebounds. I think they only converted to well, sixteen second chance points. But that stuff kills you when you're trying to stop the bleeding, and that's exactly what they were trying to do in that third quarter. They just couldn't. It was a it was a type of run where the Celtics just they. They reverted back to those old habits that we you know we talked about before you hopped on and, and it just seemed like with no headquarters, Joe guy really got ejected and great Williams got ejected, it just it, it was it was too much for them to overcome in my opinion. And, and
1: you've yeah. talked about the jump shooting, Josué. 48 threes again in this game, the reliance yeah. on that is is clear so far. You hit some early, you go on that great run in the first quarter, you have almost 40 points there, uh, but you give up 30 and then you rely on it for the rest of the game. And It's not there from that point on. Uh, Second half, I'm going to look exactly at what it was, but they shoot 33%, 7 to 21 from three there. Uh, That's pretty much something
0: else, too, Bobby. But go ahead.
1: That's pretty much their percentage from the field. Uh, So offensively, you're pretty reliant on that jump shot. Uh, A lot of guys don't have it to start this year. Even Brogdon, I haven't seen him hitting at a high rate. Smart has struggled immensely from the field. I think we looked at a graph that showed him as uh, one of the worst two way players in the league, like analytically so far in terms of efficiency, and Brown too, oh for two in that second half. So offense wasn't great either there. And that's what allows for the Bulls to get out and transition the way they did.
0: Right, exactly. And that was the uh, that the second quarter. That to me when they got the double digit lead, it was when Celtics were trying to try to 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 recreate the magic from the first quarter. And what did they go? One of eleven going into the halftime or at least in that quarter. In the second
1: quarter, they were three of sixteen from three,
0: six three of twenty-five from the they field. With it was one. I think it was one of one out of eleven to, to, uh, to up until like the three-minute mark. But this is and what to your to point,
1: point how can know, almost every shot in a quarter be a three? Sixteen out of twenty-five,
0: like that is that is this crazy. Is it reminds me of what what this team looked like a year ago when they were. And they did that in Orlando.
1: I don't know yeah. how much you caught of that game, but. They yeah, were they settling did. throughout, and they got lucky in that game. So we could be talking about a two and two team at this point.
0: So this is what I want to ask you about. Bulls, you raced the nineteen point deficit. They pull ahead, forty six to forty four, with seven forty seven left to go in the second quarter. And Joe Mazzulla calls his first timeout. Bobby, is this a big problem, or am I tripping? Am I crazy? Like, am I just overreacting here? Like, why wait so long to call a timeout?
1: I didn't love it in the first game where we talked about it. Uh, which, yeah, but this is one worse one, the Miami one, but this
0: point lead you, you, you let disappear before you call a timeout. I was I'm really surprised.
1: Yeah, I, I don't love the strategy of letting them play, like that's got to be his role is to have that feel from the sideline. And so, you're concerned on two fronts with Missoula tonight, right? The first mm-hmm. one is that. That timeout strategy from him doesn't seem to be the right approach. I don't at least think so. We'll, we'll see what happens with more and more games under their belt here. Uh, and, we're, you know, we're, we're four games in. So I don't think we know for sure whether that strategy works. I, I don't tend to like it. John didn't like it. You don't like it as well. Uh, Tatum and the players like it, though. So I it, mean, it might it be something that just appeals to them.
0: But, look, if, if you got a 19-point lead, it's down to nine. And they did that quickly, right? Like three, three yep. four minutes. I'm time out. <laughs> it's like, I just, I don't understand why I wait so long. And, and then like, what's what's the sense of, what's the sense behind that? Uh, unless these guys are really are calling their own shots here. And the, if that's the case, then I, then I don't like this team's chances in terms of when they face adversity in, in close-knit games, because their personality in terms of their attitude. And look, I know it's only four games, but this is something that we're going to talk about, obviously, and it's going to be a talking point because when your head coach gets tossed, when another like, key player gets tossed, and you blow a nineteen point lead. You go down by what twenty two at, at, at one point, and you 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 the Bulls score one hundred and twenty on you. You know after the first three games, it's just it's a complete one hundred and eighty to to the team that they were.
1: You know so. You're you're right. One timeout in the first half, you, you can't save them, right? You lose them at halftime. You lose them into that fourth, and then into the final minutes of the game. So you already saw the lead start slipping at the end of the first, and you didn't have first a big on lead. The road,
0: damn, yeah. Like-
1: Oh. And you didn't have a big lead going into the second quarter. It got down to 9 after it was at 19 and by the end of that first there. So we you already felt momentum second. starting to change. Right, and we know right. what Eme would have done, right? Eme would have cut it off early. Like it would have gotten down to like 16 or something or 14. It wouldn't have gotten down below 10 before the end of the first quarter without calling no a timeout. So He would have called three Yeah, three I haven't loved that. <laughs> like by I, the time they get, they pulled the it is <laughs> like at the same time, though, to your point, Joe Sway, like, this kind of is a player-led group right now. Joe's admitted that he's going to lean on these guys to manage themselves to some degree. And these are the nights that you worry, where they spiral mentally. Like They yeah. got caught up in complaining. They got caught up in transition. They got caught up in defensive mistakes, which I think are a constant theme so far early this year. Uh, so this is a night where you really need a leader to emerge. And unfortunately, when it comes to that officiating issue, I think they're all on the same page in terms of seeing the refs is out to get them or, and I haven't seen a lot of the post-game reaction here yet, but again, no one in Montreal after Tatum got ejected said, we can't do that. Like we can't have that in a regular season, it, you know, in a big game, we can't be taking technicals. That's, that's not the reaction they've had
0: and that's why we're seeing it continue. Well, it would that type of moment that we saw in the preseason happens during the regular season. And that's when they're going to have to answer those questions, you know. It it's, could have happened was, tonight. Was, I think like my I mean, I know, everyone, have, yeah. I, know um, I know everyone's confused by
1: the Missoula ejection, I think. And obviously I wasn't there, but I think they ejected Joe to leave Tatum in the game. Like they could have called the tech on Tatum complaining there and it would have been a second. But they went with Joe instead for some reason, which is really weird because I don't think he
0: said anything. <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. I'm like, he, what? It was so random to earn that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't get it. That that part. I mean, it seemed like the Celtics were maybe too far behind at that point. But again, it didn't help. Like, I don't think this loss falls on, on, on Missoula. But it just, no. he just didn't help. And I think the Celtics have to find that balance between him calling the shots and, and the players doing their own thing. And I think it, again, it starts with timely timeouts. I, I think that's a, that's a big. That was a big thing for this team. Like you said, I mean, Eme was huge on that. Sometimes he would he would have just enough towards the end of the game to to you know to use in 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 close spots, but he was very strategic when when he called this timeout. So I think that's a that, that's a that's important, especially on the road, you know. They got to figure that yeah. out.
1: Yeah. So Jimmy is figuring it out. He's got the Broughton Wi-Fi. He's resetting completely. So I have a feeling he's going to be good when he comes back. He had it for yeah, a he, minute he there. I was watching in the Uber. I He had it when he first popped out and you were doing the Joe Sway show, but it slipped again. It happens, guys. Give him a break. Uh, we are going to talk about some sponsors here, which, of course, are not right in front of me at the moment, but you know who they are. Calm is with us again, and they are the best app to relax your mind after a loss like this. I know people are going crazy. We need it tonight, that means. Like you could be up on your phone complaining all night, or you could be getting a good night's sleep. So once we get off the air, stick with us to the end of the show. But once we get off the air, go to com.com slash garden to get 40% off a premium subscription. And what does that get you? A lot. Sleep sounds. We love those. Those are my go-to. The rain, the fan, the ocean, the forest, whatever you want, it's on there. Uh, you can get bedtime stories. You can do the calm of the day midday. If you got to go into work tomorrow and you're still pissed off in the morning, you might have to reset at lunch. <laughs> and that's what the calm of the day is for. Uh, I'm also thinking meditation when you wake up is a good one. Uh, I also believe they have yoga on here, which I got to get back into mid-season here. So I'm going to go over to calm. Back into it.
0: You're a yoga guy? I didn't know that, Bobby.
1: I tried it out last year. I loved it. Good, Good way to get away from your phone and... Get your muscles loose and everything like that. It's yeah, it's yeah. good stuff. So that's what I hear. That's
0: what I hear. I've never done it
1: though. com.com slash garden. You can go do it on com. 40% off a premium subscription. Uh, for listeners of the show, they're offering an exclusive offer. So you can go over there and get that and help out that's the a show. Deal. 100 million people around the world use com to ease their minds. Taking a quick break to tell you about our awesome sponsor, betonline.ag. Our sponsors here. And they want to remind you that football is back. How could we forget? A couple weeks into the NFL season now, Bet Online remains the number one source for all your football betting needs this season. That's, of course, college as well. You always find all the latest football odds, team matchup info, player news, game trends at Bet Online. Awesome website, easy to toggle through the different settings, and no one has more. Uh, your continued source for sports wagering information is Bet Online with live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. I know I'm excited about Syracuse right now. Might lay a bet on them at some point. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events. That's MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, even golf all year long. Go to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus. You know the code by now: CLNS50. That's CLNS50. When you sign up for 50% back on your first deposit, put 100 in there, get 50 back. That's how that works. That's CLNS50 to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts. Uh, and then we have Athletic Greens. Athleticgreens.com/garden. Uh, this is the powder. You've heard about it, the good powder. You put it in your water every morning. Throw it back. What are you getting? 75 vitamins, minerals, uh, probiotics help your gut. Uh, And the key one here is the vitamin D, the immune boosting vitamin D. They're going to send you a year's supply. And it's getting rainy out your way. I just came out from Florida. I'm not ready for this. I was just
0: going to say, look at you, with with no jet lag, just going right into the reed. There you go.
1: Yeah. So I'm not ready for this weather up here. It's looking bad. I went down there right at the right time, but this is the problem with coming back is you hit that rain, you hit that cold, you hit those early. I I hear daylight savings time is about to end. So it's all bad out there, but when you try athletic greens, it's going to turn good with vitamin D and your travel pass to take to work, give you a nice energetic boost. And that's the thing this time of year, you need that little boost uh, with the dark mornings and dark nights have this in the morning you're just going to feel a little bit more pep in your step you're going to feel healthier you're going to feel uh just overall healthy and well nourished it's whole food sourced and tastes great so go check that out Uh, they got cool gear as well as you know and we're still doing it no phenomenals tonight i don't have a single phenomenal to throw out there and we had a lot of them in the early shows this year but when you try either of these offers, and they're both great products, we love them. We're going to send you a phenomenal t-shirt. And we're still waiting, but word is they'll be here soon. So let's welcome in our friend, Jimmy Toscano, once again, who I believe is back queued up here. Jimmy,
0: why'd you intro him like that? Our friend. you had a special guest or something. What's up, Jimmy?
1: He is our friend. When our friend's here?
0: Our friend? Can
1: you guys hear me and see? Yep, you sound good to me. I don't think anyone's friends with me tonight in
2: the chat. The connection issues. What are I the people? That oh yeah, 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 doing yeah like i doing like a, a mime
0: thing for a second.
2: I just went under the hood, and I had to rewire some of the Wi-Fi going on in my apartment here. So I'm operating my my connection right now is never, never been clear. You went
1: into the wiring.
2: I went under the hood, dude. I had to go under the under the uh, you know the bureau. I had to rewire a couple of things. Jimmy, had, things.
0: Jimmy had those glasses on.
2: Restart. I pulled up the app. I had to restart IT the gateway. Does. I had to do do it all. Can you guys hear me?
0: Yep. Yeah, you're I good. Share. I kind of like the setup know. with the guard report logo right there. I like it.
2: What What did I miss? I'm probably people are saying I'm
1: still buffering. Um, what did I? Miss? Yeah, he's not. He's sure. not a hundred percent. Everyone's mad about the loss, Jimmy. They don't, they're really yeah, don't read the comments.
0: They just yeah, they're upset. You know, they're, they're emotional.
1: mad. I'm wondering what the commenters are saying about this game. I haven't dove into them too much, but what is everyone hot on? We talked a little bit about the refs, Jimmy. How can he not out of this one? And my big thing is everything that's happened tonight, they've brushed off for the most part. The complaining, uh, the defense. Well, they've hit on the defense at times, connectivity and all that. So I'll give Joe credit for that. Like, I think he's been tough on the defense, but they've mostly focused on offense to start this year. And you're seeing the defense slip, which is concerning. I think we've seen enough of a sample size at this point where not only the strategy, uh, dropping back there big and letting a lot of jump shots go, but also uh, their approach in terms of preparation to defend in transition, uh, to defend the post, to rebound. It's all shown to be a little thin. And let's get into the bench now because this bench was bad tonight. Starters came in, set the table in the first. They were rolling. Tatum comes out. I thought you had pretty deep bench units, especially in that second quarter where House was in there. But I think you hit on it earlier, Jimmy. Bad night for Brogden. You were going at yeah. Brogden a little bit, weren't you? Yeah, you were.
2: Oh yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I and that I I was going at the whole second Brogdon. Those guys were
1: Grant was a huge awful, part of that. Right? Yeah, yeah,
0: called them back. I kind of mean.
1: And Vonley, like this Vonley thing. What has what he made? A few good plays so far. I thought he did an admirable job in the second half of that first game on Embiid. But really, it's Horker doing the heavy lifting at that position. Grant's helping out, defending more bigs than usual. And so far, everyone who freaked out about backup big man, and I know we all rolled our eyes on it, mostly on the show. I did. But I think they're vindicated here. Vonley is not getting it done. Blake Griffin a signing I didn't like not really working so far yeah, and then you have luke wrong. cornett stashed on the bench what, what happened to luke
0: where's luke you make it sound like these guys you know he has to adapt he wasn't even in the nba not too long ago look i'm not worried about bonley i think he has to adjust but these are those are tough matchups you know trying to go in there and battle with Embiid, who, who he had to do it right away right first guy off the bench because they got to foul trouble i mean i like the foul trouble as well like this isn't an ideal matchup either. You know, Vucevic, it, it's tough. You know, I, I didn't, I didn't agree with those calls either, but you can't let that get yourself out of the game. And I feel like that's what happened. I mean, these guys, you know, their emotions and, and we we knew going into the season is going to be tough without Rob and the defense is going to be different, but yeah, I, I'm with you. He's not, he's not, he hasn't been stellar, but I'm not ready to, to say, Oh, okay. Bonley is not someone that can at least plug in. You can plug in and, And help out for the next four or six weeks while Rob is out, you know. I think he's one of those guys that can help you. I really do. Like, what's the alternative? A a Lamarcus Aldridge or one of those veterans that are well right um, now right now,
1: they're at right now, they're at 15 roster players, so they're kind of set. They've made their decisions, but Derek Favors became available eventually. No one has signed him yet, so I don't know what that says about him. Uh, but he's out there and you have uh, I guess the other one would be, I guess, Cam and off to G League camp now, so he had, he no, didn't no, ever no, emerge no, as an option. I mean, that. yeah, the, no, it's, 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 it's thin out there, Sway. Like, there are not yeah. a lot of options, and that's where they're at. Uh, but it does worry you that they're not getting by there. Like, those minutes, those secondary minutes there, they haven't killed them to this point, but tonight it became a problem. And then even in Orlando, I felt like they were searching a little bit. Like, you saw that Luke stretch didn't work they had another luke stretch late in this one like it's just not working with him either they haven't established him there and then blake like where is blake at i know it's gonna take him some time but it was tough to
2: come in with the uh second unit
1: at the end or not the second unit with the uh the deep bench unit at the end of the game there if you were gonna sign him jimmy weren't you didn't you have to be confident that he was gonna be able to play yeah, like not uh, not thrive, not thrive, not be Blake of old, but play. And he really he hasn't so far.
2: Yeah, I mean, it makes no sense to sign him and just to throw him in in garbage time, right? I mean, I don't know if he just needs a little bit extra ramp up. I mean, he didn't have, you know, the full offs a full off season with any team. You know, I I have a feeling he probably came in maybe a little bit behind, and this is a way to try to give him a couple weeks to to hopefully find that you know find some semblance of who he used to be. Um, but certainly, yeah, you're right, Bobby. I mean, they wouldn't have signed him to, They wouldn't have used a roster spot on him. Just, to, you know, a guy to play six minutes in garbage time. That doesn't make any sense. Um, Bobby, what, what I want to ask you is it not go to Cornette at all tonight. I mean, clearly they were being out over, you know, overmatched down low. Um, so, you would think that maybe, and again, I know that they, that Missoula got booted, but even before, before that, I mean, you think maybe they, are they, are they going to try to switch it up with some of these big guys when it's not seemingly working? So,
1: this is, yeah, this is another it decision. it like it would have been a perfect opportunity. This is another decision that they're going to have to make in cohesion with the front office here, because this front office, I think, love Cornette. Uh, he was in the starting unit in practice to start camp, and he gets hurt, right? So nothing you can control there. I think he missed most of training camp. Uh, so that puts you behind. I don't think he's looked good since. So you you can understand why he hasn't been part of the starting unit, certainly, but also part of the rotation here. But they haven't really tried and committed uh, to integrate him so far. Like Vonley shot ahead of him. And credit to Vonley. He had a great preseason, great camp. He switches some. He does a lot of the things that they like and can get up and down the floor. The way they're trying to play stylistically doesn't fit for Luke, right? They're trying to run. They're trying to switch. They're trying to be versatile. And he can't really do any of that stuff. He's going to sit back and protect the rim. Uh, He's not going to do much on offense other than hand the ball off. So you have a decision to make here. If he's part of what you want to do, you have to start trying to integrate him. You're right, Jimmy. And if he's not he's got this partially guaranteed contract and maybe you look elsewhere, right? So uh, you're in the tax, you're able to sign some veteran minimums for like a million bucks and you get some luxury tax payments. And we're not at this point yet, but eventually you have to make a decision. If he's a guy on the bench who can't play and you need some help at, at that spot. So like, you got to pick one of two directions, commit to him and try to integrate him, in a game like this, especially, or, move on and try to find something else there so we're not at that point yet again we're four games in and this is the first bad game they've had with all this stuff but this isn't stuff that just popped up tonight right like we've seen them struggling at the backup five spot we've seen them struggling defensively and we've seen them struggle to connect on that end so it's been a problem that they've just covered covered up with great shooting and great offense and they couldn't do that tonight
0: Right. And that's what they try to, that's what they try to lean on. But yeah, I mean, look, I'm I'm with you, but I'm not saying, you know, he's a lost cause. I just don't think he's there yet. And that could be a lot to do with his health. That can be with him just being integrated to the system. But I just think for what they're trying to do in terms of switching and, and that sort of presence in, in the, you know, in the, um, in the front court with Bonley, it's almost like a, it almost gives me some like uh, Bobby Portis vibes, right? I mean, he's kind of like gives you energy just straight off the bench. You can switch. You know he, he can he can hold his own in, in terms of when he gets caught in switch and guarding the perimeter he can shoot This, three, is, uh, this is Noah. Back. Yeah, Noah. I'm talking about Bondley. Yep. Yeah, excuse me. Um, he we saw his range in the from the first preseason game that he can knock down that three point shot. So there's always love that. So yeah, I'm, I'm I agree with you, Bobby. I, I think he just does a lot of what they need right now. But right now with with the way things were going, I'm surprised at, actually what what Jimmy brought up earlier. I was surprised they didn't go to Blake a little sooner. Like I didn't, I didn't expect him to kind of go in there with the with the third string guys the way he did in, in this game, especially when um, the, the 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 Bulls lead turned to double digits. I mean, I was surprised he didn't go deep into his bench and, and and just give give Blake you know five minutes just to see if he could do something to stop to stop what was going on. And the other
1: concern with this step is that you're going to have to lean on your starters to get you to the finish line and that means a lot of pressure on them and they're asking these guys to do a lot right now like brown and tatum are key rebounders right now and i think they're gonna have to do a better job there to help you compete on the boards al we've we've seen and acknowledged the load that's on him and he has to take that rest day even though he didn't evidently want to uh, against orlando there so they understand the position they're putting him in minutes wise and how much they rely on him and Luckily, you're a little deeper in the backcourt there with Pritchard and Brogdon and Smart and White. So, again, you're going to assess all this stuff on the fly. I think you're going to continue to experiment. You get two major injuries yeah. in Gallinari and Rob. This is what happens. Like, you have to go yeah, to your depth and figure you, stuff out.
0: You you made a good point, though, about the Blake thing. At least right now with Rob out, I mean, wasn't that the point? I mean, not for him to be the first guy off the bench. Again, I envision him to be sort of that, that third string guy or at least the last guy to run out the rotation, if you will, right? But especially in situations like this, when your front court is in foul trouble and you need to string together some defensive stops, just to sort of have that presence you need, rebounding—you know—they crushed them in the rebounding and cleaning the glass. Like, why not go to Blake when when they were down by ten or even a little bit before that? I, I they, don't know.
2: They obviously know something.
0: Did they know? They obviously know that he's yeah. just yeah.
2: Right. I yeah, mean, we've watched
0: him not shown. Does, you? does he, he look like to you, Jimmy? Just traveling too much. Yeah, that too. It looks
1: like he, he, can, barely the, he can
0: barely get above
2: the – he can barely
1: leave the ground, If you, it looks like. <laughs> he can rebound, though. So that's something to consider. But you need to do more than one thing. Uh, and, like, is he a threat offensively? A can he defend in space? I mean, guys go at him, right? And here's the other thing with this yeah. defense right now. People are going to say play Hauser they're going at Hauser out there when he gets on the floor and he is shot great. I think he sprinkled in some good contributions in short minutes, but it's they're game short game. minutes for a reason. Cause when he's out there, they are going at him and they can't switch and they can't do the things they want to do on that
0: end of the floor. So that is where you come true. That'd be good. Huh? What's that? Sam Hauser being a legit three point weapon for this team. It's going to take some time, but. He's showing he's showing good signs. He's not uh he's not buckling under pressure, if you will, right? I like that about him.
1: He was nice in that Orlando game in uh in short spirits. I think he had a few against Miami too. But again, you can only use him in short spirits, so he's not a backup wing for the team, which is what we've talked about.
0: Right, right. But that's a nice weapon to have off the bench. Something that they haven't had in a really long time. So
1: do we wanna uh, circle back to that grant ejection? I know you guys hit on it, but yeah, like this is a leader on this team right now. And I don't think he played well tonight, minus 26. Uh, I I, I don't think he made a good decision on that play, whether it was intentional or not. You, you, you just you don't enough. even go close because it's automatic ejection, right, if you make contact. So I, that was tough. That was really tough
0: to see from him. Yeah, it was. But I was talking – we were talking about this before you hopped on. Like, this whole, like, dramatic – you know, coming off the floor or, or getting to your feet and showing how mad you are. Like, why Why does he have to do that? Like, that, that's got to be something that you learn from the NBA fives, or at least you learn just from playing in many, many years that you have in the NBA. Like, that, that doesn't help. And I get it. Like, he's hes just wired that way, but he's got to find a way to contain that. And I, I just don't like this whole, like, It's almost, it reminds me of a young Draymond. Like, it's almost like he's just, like, stealing it out of the book of Draymond Green and how you uh, – I like that comparison. The way he jumps up off the floor and pouts and starts pounding, you know, it's so Draymond. It's like a young Draymond. It's just something that he, he's not going to help anyone with, with that sort of team. You know, the officials are on to him. They're on to Tatum. They're on to this, this this attitude that these guys have where it's like, oh, you can't call a foul on me. Or I have to sh- demonstrate how upset I am in front of everyone and, and, and make a show. I mean, that officials don't like that. I mean, that's what it is. They're embarrassed. Like, you're making this big dramatic scene and it's like, I'm going to hit you with a tag. That's what happened. They weren't, they weren't having it
1: tonight. I don't get it, Jimmy. I just don't. They've seen the negatives of it. It has cost them at various points, particularly in big playoff games. And how much have they learned from that playoff run? We've talked about defensively and temperamentally and offensively, particularly. They've pulled a lot from that playoff run. But they just don't seem to understand you can't complain. You might be right. You might. Be passionate. You might not have anyone telling you not to do it. But as individuals at this point, they have to see you're going to get teed up. You're going to get kicked out of games. Like
0: how many times do they change their mind? Like what's just –
1: that's it. The call has been made. And, And here's the biggest thing, Jimmy. They have a reputation at this point, right? I think the officials overreacted tonight, but I think that overreaction comes from a place of we're just not taking it from these guys. We hear it from them all the time. Yeah, we'll Tatum's on us. Grant's this on us. Did the, time the time coach say it. something now? Like, who, who's this coach? You're out of here. Uh, like You have a reputation, and I think that hurt yeah. them tonight.
2: Yeah, I said that to Joe Sway before you jumped on. I said there's a sign on the, on the referee's locker room that says, My don't Tatum. take any shit from Tatum yeah. or from whoever. This first sign of something, it's the quick, it's just a quick tee. like these guys do not have, they're not going to get any breaks from the referees, whether it's, whether it's, you know, arguing text, whether it's, you know, any sort of blocking charge, whatever you want to call it. Um, They're not going to get the benefit of the doubt. And what happens is they end up playing against the referees. They end up focusing on a call or a missed call and they're not focusing on the opponent. It's it's like um, rec league stuff. You know what I mean? And yeah. We've talked about this with these guys for like three or four seasons now. I mean, when we first started the show, I feel like we had these conversations. So I don't know why that they can't get past it, but that's one of my concerns with, you know, Missoula now being the head coach is are they going to listen to him when he said, hey, guys, you know, shut the hell up and play basketball, right? And Missoula, of all people, gets booted. I didn't think Missoula – Deserve to get booted i mean i didn't obviously hear what he said but it's, you got two quick texts i think in a situation where a player is arguing about a non a call it, it makes sense to me for the coach to step in and do kind of the, the arguing for the player not That's in a okay. disrespect not in a yeah. disrespectful way but in a way where the players won't get involved so i don't know why they would just tee up the head coach and, and get him out of the game and now you're kind of forced to argue with the players because you you've eliminated sort of like the liaison there, um, but yeah, I mean it starts with Tatum Bobby and he's 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 kind of as good as he is as great as he is. That's the one of the biggest knocks you can say about him is that he pouts and complains out there and he and he and he flails his arms and he and he he you swung know. his
1: arm he on like, that goaltending call. That's what it was, right? Swung his he arm, yeah. Like he showed up the reps yeah. The
2: refs didn't yeah. like it, and then the whole thing was that was that Vucevic did it on the other end and didn't get called for the tech and that's how Mazula ended up getting kicked yeah. out. So, does Tatum have a fair gripe there in a way? Yeah, if you're going to call it on one guy, you should call it on the other guy. But it goes back to the fact that they're out they're out looking for it. They're looking for it with Tatum. They're not going to, you know, he's he's a re- repeat offender at this point. So, they're not going to give you know, <laughs> They're not going to give, you know, a guy like Vucevic who might not get fired up or might not complain about calls as much. They might It's like anything else in life. You give some people yeah. that you like a little bit more of a of a of a leash or a little bit more of a of a break than you do guys you don't like. So if Tatum's now in that category and Grant Williams is right behind him, just like you know mm-hmm. you would expect him to be, and Missoula I mean- needs to, needs to get through to these guys that they need to play the opponent, not the referees. And I think again, I think it got a, I think frustration boiled over tonight. They were missing shots left and right. They weren't getting back on defense. Everything was breaking, and they weren't going to get bailed up by the referees. In fact, it was the complete opposite. So they took it on, you know, a couple of guys took it out on the referees. Grant was obviously really dumb for getting up in the way he did. You know, I don't, not saying that he intentionally bumped into a referee, but first of all, talking about a female referee. And I think you just, you just got to stay away. You know what I mean? I mean, and then after he got booted, dude, leave, leave the court. Like, you don't need to you don't need to pretend that you're gonna go like running back onto the court and like continue the, the fight or something like that. Stop like,
0: with the stop with the Draymond right. <laughs> impersonation. Like no one's right. entertained. Like, yeah.
1: And that's yeah, I think they get frustrated that they're not allowed to do that. And then the whole Missoula ejection was like, Oh, but we can't do that, they, but he can do I mean, that.
0: Yeah, no, that's my everybody, point. Everybody was you, gotta you gotta win exactly. a championship. You're gonna win a championship how your behavior. It, it, right. And this is the time of the year where the referees they're they're quick to do things like this because they want to, they wanna send a message early. You I got one week into the n b a yeah. season we're not yeah. putting up with this. you know we've got eighty two games on the schedule with three or four games in like we're not gonna put up with this every single time you know and and, yeah. and this is
1: yeah, this is the time of the year where you gotta figure out a lot of this stuff and we we talked about the timeouts too, Jimmy. I was interested in your thoughts on that uh Missoula establishing. Yeah, the lack of timeouts establishing that he's going to let the players play through it. And that works through the first few games. Doesn't work tonight. Maybe it's something he has to feel out as a coach and see what the best strategy is there. But I think it comes from a place of, what am I going to say? Like, these guys are handling themselves. He doesn't want to be too hands-on with them. And that's the kind of coach yeah. he's going to be, which works some nights. not on a night like this. You might not be able to stop a big run, and man, was this a big run! It started at the end of the first, rolled right through the second, and that's what fourteen minutes where you call one timeout. More than that, really. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and
2: it's not like you needed Missoula to call a timeout so that he could draw up, you know, a bunch of plays and get strategic. It's just you got to call a timeout, get into just your stop guys, the game. stop yeah. the game, stop the momentum, just even for that. Like for your guys are getting beat out there you're on the road, the fans are completely back in the game, you know, in-game momentum. We see it you know, every single game. It, you know, how many times do you say it's a game of runs, it's a game of runs. Well, that was a big criticism we had with Brad Stevens is that he, sometimes he would sit on that whistle and he wouldn't call a timeout until, you know, the other team tied it up or took the lead. So I think stopping that a little bit sooner. Yeah. Hindsight's 2020. 20. I think if Missoula had, had um, another crack at it, he would probably try to stop the bleeding a little bit sooner. Real quick, I want to go back. I want to go back to this comment that that um, this guy here made. Um, First, you say Tatum needs to show emotion. He shows emotion, gets teed up, and now y'all say he needs to stop.
0: Drag him, Jimmy. Yes,
2: yes and no. Yes and no. And listen, I for the record, I think it's a stupid tech. I think that players should be able to, like in the heat of the moment. Every single one of us who who has played sports, when something is called or done and your immediate reaction is is what your immediate reaction is. And
1: no, oh, yeah. you're right. We've been I, there.
2: I think for what Tatum did, yeah, there's there is a line where you don't want to show up the ref. You don't want to drag it out, but like man, if you if if you're looking if you're waiting for the call cuz you think it might be against the other guy and it's and it's and it's on you, like naturally you're going to react a certain way. And I think if it was up to me, I would like to let those slide, but I understand I think why They don't want it to escalate. When we talk about we want Tatum to show emotion, we want him to show emotion in game. We want him, like, and and he has done that. I'm not criticizing him. Like, we want him to show emotion on both ends of the court. We want to be fired up after he throws down a dunk or if he hits a three. There were points before the Celtics turned around last year where he would get fouled or he would, he would go to, he would, you know, do this great move and score. And if he didn't get fouled, he would just be complaining about not getting the foul call instead of being like fired up that he just threw down a nice dunk or that he just made a nice move to the hoop. It's like, we want him to be emotional for the right reasons, not the wrong reasons, I guess, you know, be fired up for your teammates, things like that. That's the leadership and emotion that you want. It's not being emotional about a non-call or a call. Like that's clearly something the league is focusing on, especially when it comes to him. So, you know, use your energy and emotions elsewhere. Don't use it on, on officiating where, like the word is out now, like you, like the label is out. It's been like three seasons of this and now there's a target on your back. So you have to live with that and you have to understand that. And it's too bad. It might cost him. It might cost him a couple fouls here and there, Um, but he's going to have to earn it back by, you know, changing the way he treats officials out there. And same with Grant. Grant's not even close to a superstar. He's not going to get superstar
1: calls or non calls. Like I don't. Know it's what weird that Grant does it, and he was in Montreal talking about like, oh, I said. That's just- yeah. Yeah. I said. I said. Ref- so I said you. ref the game, not your emotion. Like, why? Why? You're giving up points. You're giving up opportunities for yourself to have a break later in the game. Yeah. Right? You get one technical, and now you can't really do much later. Yeah.
0: He's taking on that role though. He's kind of taking on the, the 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 goon role, right? You know, he does kind of does the dirty work. Will get in people's faces. He'll knock a three in your face when you least expect it. You know, he's he's he's. The he's problem is that point know- where that's part of his. That's part of who he is.
1: I know the commenters are frustrated with their treatment, and I get it, right? Other teams, other players. Like, I, I, I can't fathom the stuff Draymond does to the refs. I've seen him so many times in his I, career just like tower over them and scream and yell and yeah, like, sounds just worth. do all this different stuff, and they never the even think thing? of calling it that. Like LeBron. This, like crazy? LeBron can do whatever he wants. Like He he could have done the bump tonight, and he wouldn't have gotten ejected. Like, It's not fair. But you as players, you as a team have to assess what they've done to you at this point and why they've done it and change and try to adjust. Like, it's just like a game situation. Like, like if, if the other teams roll into the basket every time past your defensive scheme, you don't just stand there and say, like, why isn't the scheme working? You, you adjust. And it's got to be the same deal with the way you're getting called in these games and the way they're reacting to your reactions. Uh, you have to adjust and change so that you're not getting guys ejected You're not getting technicals, and you're not getting mentally out of the game. And that's the biggest thing, right? Who cares if you get a tech as long as you're not getting ejected? You can't be getting lost in transition because you're complaining. And that's the biggest one there. I still remember against the Bucs in the playoffs last year, Tatum was in the backcourt after a drive, and his man, Wes Matthews, shoots up the floor and hits a three, and they barely got the take foul uh, off so they could prevent that three. And Tatum, you saw him like slump his head because he knew he screwed up when the three went in. But now that take foul is gone, Jimmy. So like there's even more of an onus on getting back in transition. Exactly. Exactly. Get back in. And that's that
2: was the problem with the Celtics tonight in that second quarter. They didn't get back. How many layups and drives and and fast breaks did it look like the Bulls had in that second quarter? Um, You have to get back. Last year, the Celtics offense was created through their defense. They were. They're not going to be the Golden State Warriors. They're not just going to be able to just drop one thirty at night. Like they, they have to play defense. And I, and again, I said this earlier in the show. I know Rob Williams isn't there. I'm sure that's part of you know the cohesiveness, but a lot of defense is effort too. And I just felt that points tonight. They got lazy. You know whether it was not getting back on defense, whether it was just trying to score a quick three on the opposite end because they saw if you go down the first quarter. Uh, but it just wasn't winning basketball, and that's why you see how badly they lost. And I think, I mean, to go from a 19 point lead to a 24 point deficit,
1: I mean, and it happened so fast.
2: Yeah, it really did. And part of that again might be, that's, a, that's a coaching thing. They're going to have, they're going to have a lot of film to look at over the next couple of days. They don't play to what Friday.
1: Yeah. Kind of an unusual a lot of practice this week.
2: Yeah. They've got a lot. They've got a lot to look at. Certainly they've got a bad taste in their mouth after tonight. Um, and you know, no one nobody wants to lose, but sometimes it sometimes you need a loss like this because you know, three and zero. everyone's telling you how great you look. Bobby's writing articles on how effective Tatum is, and I'm hearing how, you know, Tatum and Brown are the best tandem in the NBA. You know, sometimes you need a little back to reality moment. And um I think they this definitely no got point.
1: That.
2: They definitely got that tonight.
1: Oh, man, he was so good to start the game, too. And that, I was talking about that with Joe Sway coming in, too, is the fact that they started making it rain. They were getting downhill with ease. It was it was coming to them so easily in that first quarter that you almost saw them in real time take their foot off the gas. And the Bulls started scoring a couple on breakouts. And like you said, it was sort of this back-and-forth open-floor game. It was like pickup. And all of a sudden, the game just kept getting tighter and tighter and tighter. You didn't get that timeout. And then it snuck up on them to start the second. But this was crazy to me. Joe Sway pointed this out. Second quarter, you take 25 shots, you make six. Just a dreadful offensive quarter. 16 of them were threes. And they're just launching them. Uh, Same deal as Orlando last night or a couple nights ago, Jimmy. Yeah, They were launching and settling and getting out of that offense that worked. And it didn't cost them in Orlando, but it cost them here. And they are very jump shot reliant as a team right now. They they don't have post touches. They don't have centers that can you throw inside to and get a basket. You don't have that pick and roll relief and rob. A lot of this is just passing along the perimeter, getting into early offense and taking open threes. And tonight they couldn't hit them. Yeah. You don't want to be – you
2: don't want to fall into that jump shoot, that jump shooting trap, Bobby. Um, right. They just, I mean, as, as again, again, as great as scores as Tatum and Brown can be, there's not a, they're not a team full of just jump shooters. You know, you want to see them move the ball around, work it around, drive. You know, I want to see some play action. You know, the team, the team basketball that we saw, you know, right. for the second half of last year. Um, you know, Al Horford. What are we thinking, of
0: Al? Did you guys talk about Al at all?
2: No, but I wanted
0: um, to. No, we didn't. We we spoke, we, we talked about it before you hopped on, Bobby. He, you know, he hit those couple of threes, and then he kind of just, you know, he, was, he didn't see much of him even, offensively. He missed, I, think, like I just think him. he had his hands full on, on, on defense, but what do you think, Bobby?
1: So, offensively at this point in his career, he, he doesn't give you a ton. And they should put the ball in his hands more as a playmaker at the elbow, I think, because that's his greatest strength, right, is making quick decisions, running the offense, and, and – Breaking the game down with his mind, because he struggles to post. I think he, you know, last year he went through that shooting slump to start the year too. I don't have his full numbers in front of me to start this year, but uh, overall, I don't he's think sure he's 50%. Been great.
0: Well, he was going into this one.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't have a big problem with his start, but he is one of the many guys who has to double up their efforts on the boards. He said that tonight. Uh, five, 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 four, six are his totals so far. And he didn't play a ton of minutes in this one either after the night off. And that's the other thing about this team now. You wonder is what kind of load can they put on him? How reliant do they have to be on him? And I'm still surprised he took that Orlando game off because he seemingly didn't want to. And then you come out here after a night off and I don't think he had the greatest game in the world. Uh, So I'm interested to see how they're going to utilize him, how they're going to put him in the best position to succeed. Because he played the four last year, right? So he wasn't banging around as much. He wasn't that guy on the boards always that needed to get in the mix in there. And now all of a sudden, parking him at
2: the three point line, right? I mean, he's just basically taking three pointers.
1: Yeah, offensively and then defensively. I think Joe Sway made a good point there. You're banging with Vucevic all night, so that takes a lot out of you. That's it. You know, over the course of the season, that's gonna that's going to pile up on him and I mean, you probably hurt it, his right offense. Me,
0: I mean, that's sort of like how you can really get the Celtics vulnerable, like hit them in the vulnerable spot, right? Like you, you get their guys in foul trouble, their bigs in foul trouble. All of a sudden a second unit comes in and that's when you can really do your damage, especially if.
1: And that happened, on o- that happened on opening night.
0: Yeah. Right. Right. Quick, but right. the only thing, the only thing is that it, it was, it was fool's gold for them to think that those, the way that the, the, the three point mm-hmm. shot was falling, what they start out eight, eight for 11. You know, from, from behind the arc, they got to this big 19-point lead, and then everything went the other way.
1: Yeah, and, I, you know, when they're picking this one, because, again, we were saying the other night this team was going to be a wagon and win a million games. So you come out and blow a 19-point lead, there's going to be a lot to nitpick here, as, as we should. And we're going to have to hold this team to a high standard because I think we've all come back to a place where we're looking at this group despite their injuries, despite some of the deficiencies as a championship team. It's just going to take major efforts from them to get through this regular season and get through this period without Rob. And find a new identity. And that's the thing right now. Like, they're looking for new rotations. They have a lot of new players, Brogdon, Hauser, all these centers we've mentioned. And they've emphasized that when we've talked to them, is the fact that they're not totally connected. They're not totally acclimated defensively. Uh, But it's been bad. Like You look at their numbers right now. They are a bottom five defense. Uh, they're as bad as any defense in the league right now. And that's just not acceptable for a team that was historic on that end last year. And it's not just Rob. They were missing Rob for most of the playoffs. But their defensive numbers did go down in the playoffs too. So yeah. that takes a bite out of it. It's just going to take efforts from other people.
0: Well, that, I think they have that they had to, be, to do it. That's the thing. That, that like, had to be before
2: Rob many people's concern.
0: Want to pull up? Yeah, we
2: got you. I was just going to say that has to be defense, has to be many people's concerns because I thought that's what Ime did well was get these guys to believe in playing defense. And a lot of times, what happens, you know, as players get stars and they become a little bit more focused on scoring on the short end of it right i'm not saying mark smart that's kind of what he's obviously what he prides himself in but i'm thinking you know some of the guys who might be thinking offense first are gonna have that same tenacity on the defensive end so you can't you you can't get into these 125 to 120 wins every every game or, or losses right you have to you have to make some defensive stances stances and Again, turn your defense into offense. That's the easiest way for them to get the wins that they're going to end up getting.
1: And it looks like a bunch of teams around the league are struggling on that end. And that, you know, that transition foul, I was talking to a lot of people about that over the last couple of games, and everyone was just kind of brushing it off. The amount of teams I'm seeing right now that are giving up almost 120 points per 100 is insane. Like Brooklyn, awful, 125. Oof, they're bad. Memphis, 121. Uh, some other good teams here. Celtics are 25th in defense at 117. You have Denver at 115. These are big numbers to be given up. Uh, okay. Even just a couple of games in, Philly 114. But look up at your chief competitor in the East, the Bucks, 99. They're locking down through two games, uh, and they're firing on all cylinders at 2-0. and oh. So We're you golfing. face some good teams so far, but that's your chief rival. They're really defending. Really showing that they're trying to get back at you this year uh, after that
0: loss in seven games last year. Yeah, definitely. I mean, some of these teams, some of the elite teams in the East, they've 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 blown a couple of games like this. I mean, maybe not like this, but they've they've blown big leads too. But you know, if you're the Celtics right now, this is a good time for you to regroup. You have all these days off to to go through everything and find out what went wrong and just try to get back onto the you know, go you're going back home now. So hopefully they can they can give you know give back to their winning ways right they're yeah on and so, and, yeah. and give joe credit they're number two in offense and the offenses look
1: great uh but now it's time to double back you got this week here as you said jimmy this should be a defense week right camp was all about offense i've heard they drilled offense 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 through camp this week let's play some defense let's get these pick and roll coverages down let's make sure we're playing guys who know what they're doing on that end. And let's figure out what we want to do on that end. Cause I don't love this drop scheme. It worked against Miami, didn't work tonight. We'll see what they come up with on Friday against a, a pretty prolific Cavs team. That's what's up next. Four days off. Ooh, spot is coming. Three days He's off, rather, balling. here this week before Friday night. Home game against the Cavaliers, another team with guards that can really score. Uh, you got a game on Sunday, I believe, against the Wizards, who got guards that can really score. Uh, so there'll be more potential shootouts here that you're going to have to really defend in and a couple of good days off here, rest and prepare for that. Uh, anything I, else from you guys before we get out of here?
2: Well, I had the Cavs as my number four seed in my prediction. So I have, a, I have high. Yeah, what was up with team? The They're a young, you know, fun team. I think they can surprise a lot of people. I'm a I'm, a, I'm a Mitchell guy. I mean, I know he's not speaking of defense. I know he's not the defensive juggernaut that everyone wants him to be, but um, I
0: just everything think he's else, the type though. of player that can, yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. He can just completely change it by himself. And when you, you know, they got a young squad over there. Um, so, um, I kind of like them.
1: I'm excited to see um, that. I, don't think I, I have, know Garland um, got hurt. Garland got a uh, eye injury, a nasty oh, eye injury, oh. I guess. Um, I, I he shouldn't be back for that game, I'd imagine, but, He did get a cut inside his eye that forced him out of practice late last week, and he missed a game or two as well. Um, Looks like he's doing better the last second I read here. So we'll see if Garland's ready for that one. Mitchell certainly will be. Uh, We will be. We'll we'll have some people down at the Garden, including myself, uh, for that game. Back in Florida. Hope everybody enjoyed the coverage down there. Um, Some good stuff coming from there. Sharad doing some good reporting down there as well. I'll
2: be back for that.
1: Yeah, the bucket hat broke out. It was nice. I oh man, I'm I'm dreading these next few days here. It's like rain.
0: Yeah,
1: it's so like the last time like rain rain, that rain now. This
0: year, man. It.
1: Yeah, but well, I was thrilled I got to go down there. Caught up with some old friends from high school who I hadn't seen in like six years. That was awesome. Wow, and some good food too. The Cuban oh, food down in Miami. Mm. Oh
0: man, who are you telling, Bobby? That was Did you go to the good. Six malls? Yeah, you should write a bite. <laughs> Will do. We
1: we'll also have basketball writing. That's what we were down there for, for on COnsMedia.com. media you enjoyed yourself in
0: Miami, Bobby. Jeez, Celtics, Celtics all United. access.
1: United.
2: That was fun. Yeah, right. Right. Dear D- <laughs> D- my friends from high school are still on a leg, unfortunately. But, but, um, um I we we want to remind every. Well, first, we want to thank everybody no, for good. watching. We Ryan, remind history. everybody that if you're interested, which you should be. Our good friend John Zanis will be live in just a few minutes. The rumor is he's going live at 12. Talk about this Patriots I can't wait. Disaster. I'm about to go down downstairs. I, mean, I know. We're going to give everyone just enough time to regroup, get your snacks, brush your teeth, whatever it is you're going to do. <laughs> We're going to get, we have a very interesting
0: I can't wait. Patriots get show, your popcorn, baby. John's about to go there off on this so team, I can, can imagine.
2: There's so the much to talk about lit up uh, the, by the okay. bears. I'll tell you what the Celtics got lucky tonight. Cause there's not going to be, you know, locally, I don't think you're going to get too much Celtics talk on the, on the airwaves tomorrow. I think it's going to be mostly Patriots. Um, whether it's this quarterback controversy. Um, is it Mac? Is it Zappy? Is it neither <laughs> right. of them? I mean, I think when you have two quarterbacks, you have zero quarterbacks, and that kind of—it was
1: so he, dumb. I don't want to get into it. We'll oh, let the okay experts do tonight. it. But how dumb was that? Oh, we, we're going to play both tonight, and I think I feel like they rush Mac back. What he practice once, Jimmy? Yeah. Apparently, he took the bulk of the snaps on Saturday, but yeah, I mean, I, I can't figure
2: out what they're thinking. I mean, even and I'll say I'll say this: Patriots fans at the game tonight, what are you doing? You just alienated your 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 first round pick. You know he's he's practically booed off off the home field. So stupid. And I don't know. I don't know what's. I, listen, I'll, I'll tell you what. They,
1: and the Magic they, Man couldn't get it done tonight. How'd Zappy look?
2: Uh, well, I missed. Uh, I missed all the bad stuff. He looked unbelievable the first couple snaps. Everybody thought they had the second. You know, the second coming. But it by the looks of the score, um, things went south very quickly. Um, I think he threw a couple picks. I I know that obviously the Patriots defense. A little bit of Swiss cheese action going on. So it's going to be a very interesting Patriots show. Um, We can guarantee you that. We want to thank our sponsors uh, one more time. Calm for being uh, so good to us and keeping us sane through a game like this. You guys are going to want to go to calm.com slash garden for 40% off your subscription. Um, We love calm and that's just a great, a great place to go to sort of reset. There it is. Calm.com slash garden. 40% 40% off a Com Premium subscription. Um, they've got soundscapes, music, sleep stories, um, pretty much anything that you need to fall asleep or to sort of come down from a tough game or at the office, um, it, it's it's there to help you out. And then secondly, um, our other great sponsor, Athletic Greens, AG1. Hit up athleticgreens.com slash garden for free. Five feet travel packs with your first. Just um, we all take it. Quick little powder. Uh, drop it in the uh, the water bottle in the morning. Chug it on your way out the door. And you've got your you know enough vitamins a day. Um, so we want to thank Athletic Greens for hanging uh, for for supporting us. And we want to thank you guys. And if you do um, sign up for either of those two um, subscriptions, take a picture of that receipt. DM it to our good friend John Zanis who will be um again live in a few minutes here and you will get a
1: free Bobby phenomenal t-shirt phenomenal only t-shirt. one phenomenal thing tonight the first 8 minutes that that's
0: it that the it. only
1: yeah that's it yeah this is not that's not a shirt you'd wear after tonight's game but
2: um we are told that they are hot off the presses and they will be um and if you get both step soon
1: if you get both, we'll throw in a bucket hat. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? That's no, no, that's that's <laughs> right. not an offer. Yeah, we're yeah. working on that one, maybe for next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty that, fun. That's a playoff like,
0: are we, what are we do? What are we giving away?
2: <laughs> we'll do a playoff promo. All right, guys, we're going to head out of here. You guys have a few minutes to, like I said, reset and uh, come hang out with John and Tom. I'll, yep. oh, yeah, I'll,
1: I'll, I'll, I'll be in the chat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll be over
2: there. I'll be in the chat. i hop too.
1: on Discord. Check me out. There. Also, last year. Oh, yeah, there, Joe Sway's going over Discord. All right, Joe Sway to yeah, Discord. I want up. to
2: apologize one more time for my horrific Brockton Wi-Fi. There it is. Join our Discord server <laughs> now. Cln Discord. Joe Sway, I feel your pain tonight. Hopefully, we can get no. it sorted out. Well, why are you <laughs> apologizing?
0: <laughs> Joe Sway
1: was pristine. He's got a you should talk to Joe Sway for some advice. I'm no, gonna no, say, no, 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 actually, Don't ruin it over here. Right?
0: Figure it out. On your own. You.
2: For, for whatever reason, like the the Wi Fi that Joe Sway was harnessing is now over here. I gotta figure out how to get it back to him. Go
1: back under the hood, Jimmy. All right, yeah, good night got- everybody. <laughs>